0: hello listeners welcome to turns out she's psychic the podcast spiritual musings sometimes
1: amusing i'm tracy and i'm laura Everybody listening to Turns Out She's Psychic. I'm Lara. And I'm Tracy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I still don't like beginnings. I I was just telling you. I'm like, oh, I have to do it again.
1: (laughs) But anyway. I had a a reading today with one of our listeners, and she was like, I've caught up on all of the episodes, and now there is nothing to listen to, so I'm so glad that I get to have oh. a session with you today because I get to hear your voice. Oh, cute. And I was like, how can people not be sick of listening to my voice? Like the amount no. of talking that I do it's in so my good day-to-day thing. life. Oh, fuck, <laughs> I'm so sick of my voice, like so sick of it.
0: I think that's and, so common. I struggle to listen back to episodes and... You know it's hard listening to your own voice, but when it's somebody else's and yeah. you like them, it's a, it's nice.
1: Yeah, I think it's just because I just I, I talk so much that it's just like it's I've what you do. Take, yeah, I, yeah. It would just be nice to not talk. <laughs> but <laughs> what would I do if I couldn't talk? Though I
0: don't know. Like it's no one like, makes me talk. <laughs> it's just how <our> mere mortals <laughs> that you need to use actual words for. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tracy. Do spirits have podcasts? What? Do they? How do what they, what they entertain mean? themselves? Not actually. They don't. Podcasts. Because they don't need entertaining. Correct. Because they just have us humans to laugh at.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> and animals. <laughs> Where they're entertaining. <laughs> hmm Yeah. Um, no, they don't have podcasts. They don't. How would they? It's not need- like
0: Casper they don't oh I love Casper I know Luce and I watched Casper just like very recently within the last month
1: I wanted to be Christina Ricci so bad like hardcore when I was young she's a
0: good actress like was Mm. even young yeah yeah it's good
1: I think at one point I was convinced that I was her yeah (laughs) And then I grew up a little bit more and it turned into the craft and I wanted oh. to belong to the craft so hard. Yeah. And then after the craft it became um, uh, Charmed. Yeah, I watched Charmed. And then I grew up. <laughs> <laughs> then I became an adult and went, well, that was a bit silly. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> None of it's silly. <laughs> I just identified so much, like mm, they were I like suppose. my, they were, they were, they were my heroes. They were my role models. They were the people that were my people.
0: Yeah. Did you ever like Buffy? Not that she, like, it was a bit different, but Do you know, bit different, I, same, same.
1: I have never watched an episode of Buffy. Ah, interesting. Ever. I liked Buffy. I think scary. I would have liked it because I really <laughs> like Vampire Diaries. Ah, see, I've never seen that. Oh, I watched it when I was doing my bodybuilding competition. I watched the entire, well, I haven't seen the last two seasons, but or maybe even the last three seasons now, but I watched the entire, I think it was like six seasons in 12 weeks. Wow. Because I was at the gym four hours a day. Mm. I just had so much time on the treadmill or so much time on the bike or so Mm. much time doing something where awake. You just had (laughs) headphones on and what, your phone
0: or something? Yeah. Yeah. Phone. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah. To, to be able to watch something of that entirety would be great. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it was good. I haven't done that since. But anyway, I've just started watching that and I've just started watching Bloodline on Netflix. Oh, I haven't heard of it. so interesting. Ooh. It's a bit of a psychological thriller. Yeah, okay. But it's got Sissy Spacek in it. And Ben Mendelsohn, the Australian actor, yeah, 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 him he's in it. good. Yeah, mm. it's really, it's a really good show. We're getting Blood into lines. it. Bloodline, okay. Bloodline, ooh, oh, bloodline, okay. Yeah, mm.
0: Matt and I liked Black Sails. I was telling you about
1: about yeah. Black Sails pirate. I told Matt about it before we decided to watch Bloodline. I was like, well, Matt and Lara have just finished a series that apparently they were hooked on and couldn't do anything else other than watch Black Sails. Maybe we could watch that. And he's like, what's it about? And I went, Pirates. And he just looked at me.
0: I know, right? <laughs> I know. It's a hard sell, but yeah, you just go with it. You get into it's like, it. It's not even like, it, and it's not um, Pirates of the Caribbean, a little bit funny, kooky. It's like, hardcore
1: hardcore the whole way through
0: gross yeah
1: like yeah Mm.
0: not anyway but also really um really like you initially think that the pirates and there was one particular captain that was horrendous um and cruel but you would think that the pirates would be the worst ones but it was an interesting observation on um like back in the day the british army and colonization and how um how suppressing they were of the people, as opposed to the pirates who were out there just doing their own thing, believing in freedom. So that was an interesting sort of observation as well.
1: Yeah, mm, yeah. yeah, so you think. yeah so the history there history lesson.
0: On, yeah, there was different observations along the way that were kind of cool. Like you got to sort of work around pirates, uh, barbaric, and all of that, um, and then you got to see a bit of the other side. It's all like mm. made up bullshit shows anyway but it was cool like it you know I liked it anyway Mm. we've just started with some recommendations that we totally hadn't (laughs) planned on giving so there you go
1: (laughs) welcome to Tracy and Laura's Netflix series recommendations
0: oh funny and also I might as well throw it in here now as a little, little bit of a public service announcement over the weekend um I transitioned from one podcast platform over to another. So there might be sort of double up episodes or some switching around of some witch. wacky
1: shit going on. Yeah,
0: there's a little <laughs> bit at one point all of the witch episodes were uploaded into turns out she's psychic. Um, and I haven't separated them all out yet, but which still has its own um you know its own catalogue of itself, but somehow psychic inherited its back catalog at one stage. So I'll go through and flick them off. Yeah. And um, and hopefully it seemed a little bit seamless on the other side of it all. I don't know how it would look from the other, the other end, but I guess we'll find out one way or another. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone can hear us, <laughs> write in and let us know. Anyone out there? Hello. <laughs> Hello. Maybe everyone's just, maybe everyone really is sick of our voices.
1: Maybe, maybe. We need some reviews and some likes and some shares or something just to let us know. Oh, send us a bloody email. They've dried up too.
0: Maybe everyone's just busy and sick or sick of being busy. I don't know. Maybe. If you've got um, some ghost stories to share, it'd be nice to go back to doing one at the end of each episode for Stacey Tracy to have a little look
1: into. Yeah, for sure. I'm happy to look at photos and stories. I love that stuff. And I know that our listeners like it too. Yeah. Yeah. everyone's got a story, surely.
0: Because as much as we love Turns Out It's Haunted, ain't nobody got time for that at the minute. It's
1: still.
0: It's it's so much research. It's just, it's there, it's not going anywhere, but it's just another thing at the minute. But we love the spook, so send us in your spook. We'll do it. Yeah. Um, so last week we had the beautiful Sarah Wilder on talking about all things human design. So that was fun. There's so much oh to know. I've actually, I'll share a bit about it once I do it, but I've booked myself in for my own little, uh, you know, makeup reading, however it is that you want to call it with Sarah. So that's, um, you know, so that will be, yeah. And I think that's just like one of those tip of the iceberg things, isn't it? Cause there's so much in it. Um but when I booked she sent a link and I hadn't seen it before on any of her sites, but there was a link to her YouTube channel and it's a half an hour of her explaining human design um using a little bit of Steve Irwin's chart. It was so ah, good. Yeah. So that's novel. It was cool. Yeah. I I dug that, so I'm all well excited about that at the minute. Yeah, I'll so like I hope it. you guys all enjoyed that too.
1: Well, maybe once you've had your session with her, maybe we could get her back on so that because you've had the experience of going through it, we can mm. go from just like the overview of human design to getting a little bit more more into it, a bit deeper into it to the next level.
0: Well, we could. That's that's a great idea. So I suppose hit us up, listeners, if that's something that you want to listen to, <laughs> then let mm. us know. Yeah.
1: Did you like the human design episode?
0: Yeah because there's so much to it and it's sort of a newer thing that I've heard about. So I know it can be just like, oh God, it's another thing. Like yeah. what else do I need to know? And and the short answer is nothing. You don't need to know anything. But if you're curious, then there's so much to know. It's that that same thing, like the more you know, the more you realize you don't know anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep.
1: Anyway. I was listening to some occult stuff yesterday, of course. Of course. Um, a cult. And <laughs> a cult and um they were specifically talking about that in terms of like one of the so there's so many studies being done on cult leaders and Ooh. there are lots of frameworks to kind of that the courts and the justice system use to um determine whether something is a cult or not okay. um and and that coercive control and that so some of the, the frameworks Like different identifiers, like if you have this and that and that and that, Mm -hmm. then it is this. Yeah. And so they've they've done like they've got some really great ones that have made huge dents in cults. Wow. um, And really kind of dismantled them and caused big problems for them. But obviously as more people are um, escaping and leaving cults, um, there's more people to study and find more information out. So there's so yeah. many people doing so much research and study wow. on, and diagnosing, I guess, on yeah. what it on cult leaders. Like Gosh. they're a specific type of. It's like a serial killer. Yeah. Um. It's like really diagnosing that profile, what their makeup. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're really profiling and all the different kind of nuances inside sure. that profile. Yeah. Um. But they were talking about how. Um, and oh, now I've completely lost my train of thought. They were talking about um, how one of the one of the identifiers is that um, you, if you were a cult leader, you would ultimately be wanting everyone to um, learn something that only you, as the cult leader, can uh deliver so like supply yeah yeah so like you are the only person to receive this information or the only person to be bestowed with this information Mm -hmm. um and I was just like check another thing that does not make me (laughs) a cult leader (laughs) you're (laughs) you're a cult leader for the light (laughs) <laughs> for the yeah, light but baby just, it just made me think about it because um they're looking at um like Scientology the episode that I was listening to the other day Scientology yeah if anyone wants one. to know the podcast that I was listening to yeah because it's, I've just found it and it's so good it's called um simplistic it's called um the sensibly speaking podcast sensibly um, speaking Yes. Cute. And the guy who um hosts it, Chris Shelton, he's actually an ex-scientologist. Oh. Um, and so a lot of the podcast has a lot to do with Scientology, but he also interviews lots of other people who have had something to do with cults, but all sides of it, like whether they were in cults, ex-members of cults or psychologists, um, just talks about the relationships that and the dynamics that exist and um, they were talking about the Enneagram. And so, oh. like, he, and this is what makes me think about it. So yeah. in a roundabout way, this is how I got to talking about this, <laughs> um, with human design, you, found you it know. <laughs> found a, a way to talk about cults. <laughs> <laughs> Six degrees of separation with Tracy. Yes, sorry, guys. You stick with me. Um, but, like, human design and when you, like, when you start to go deeper with it, when you said, you know, it's all very surface level but there are so many layers underneath that, yeah. like, you can you can really let it let it be something that you sort of shape and form your life around and structure your life around. Um, mm. But inside of human design, and some of our listeners, as they go through that journey, they might uncover anagrams Mm. Um, and an Enneagram and I was listening to a whole episode the other day on this podcast where the person was talking about Enneagrams and what an Enneagram actually is Um, and Ron Hubbard who was the founder of Scientology um, he believed that he was like the founder of Enneagrams and it's just and this is where it's just like be really careful (laughs) <laughs> when you do research, like um, remember how um, Sarah was talking about the guy who who yep. found human design. human design? Yep. Yeah. Like it could have very easily gone cultish or yeah. very cultic, but he obviously didn't have the character traits of a cult leader mm. or the profile of a cult leader because when he taught these people, um, he didn't teach it as if when I'm gone. Yeah. Like this is the wisdom, and without me there is no wisdom, and you have to do it my way or the highway. And so a lot yeah. of people will like it evolved. There are, yeah. So there are
0: from other things thousands of years old as well.
1: Yeah, like all those different elements, mm. like all the different philosophies that um and the theories that kind of all came together. Mm. So one thing to look out for when you start looking at things like human design, enagrams um like all the profiling type stuff and methods and stuff just be really mindful listeners to make sure that you don't go down a rabbit hole of of thinking that someone is potentially a guru in something and just believing everything that you read if they're Um, claiming to be the whole sole source of it yeah,
0: run the other way.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, and like, don't buy things. Like, don't sign up to subscriptions. Don't. Yeah. Don't join mailing lists. Don't like. I mean, I'm not going to tell you what to do, but I kind of am telling you what to do. But it's just, <laughs> almost just like a, another PSA, like a just a warning sign. Just be careful because it they they are very predatory. Like they're, yeah. they they that's red where flagging they sit. It. Yeah, and and you, our listeners are like the perfect. Yeah. Candidates right well, for the we're picking. seekers. Yeah. Yeah. And yep. so they will bring you in with things like human design or mm-hmm. enagrams and all those profiling things. They they use those as a surface. Mm. Um, and you get stuck, and then all of a sudden you're getting emails and you know, all different types of um, paraphernalia, um, and just little subtle. Subtle little things that can affect you without realizing that's affecting you.
0: They're planting the seeds,
1: aren't they? Yeah, they're very so good make at sure. grooming and all of that. Correct. Yeah, great, mm. great work, grooming. So just you know, like Sarah, obviously is that's not what I'm saying that Sarah is like that, but it's I'm saying oh, the God exact no. opposite. Yeah. Yeah. Saying the exact opposite. You know, just mm. be mindful that your source is is someone that has been checked and approved, and no, your condiments. Yes, no, your That's condiments.
0: A, good, a great little reminder.
1: To be I was honest. thinking about it. I don't think you can say it enough. Yeah, well, I was thinking about it throughout the week, and I was just like, I can't believe I've never actually said this to our listeners. Oh, yeah, like not have I? in
0: that much depth, but you've you've often sort of reminded oh, well, us, to be careful myself, of and everybody. Yeah, but, yeah, you know, beware of um, who's saying what, and beware how much. Credence you want to give that, and um, if it doesn't sit well, doesn't sit well, and Mm. yeah, I I love that. That's why we love you
1: because you keep it real. You're the shiz. Well, I just wouldn't want anyone to just go, oh, human design, oh, anagram, oh, Scientology.
0: (laughs) Oh God, slippery slope.
1: (laughs) And let's just put you even know it.
0: Let's put a waiver out there. There's no giant connection between human design and Scientology.
1: Absolutely not. It's more, it's the, anag- it's the anagram it's the that I was linking. it. Well. Yeah. yeah, and it was the Ooh. anagram that I was Ooh. thinking about because anagram think and, yep. yeah, anagrams and human design are so related closely yeah. in the same conversation. The same people will talk about those two same things. Ah. So it's very easy to go from human design, very innocent, well, innocent if, if you make it innocent, but it's very, very you know, innocent. Yep. And then all of a sudden down a rabbit hole of Mm. um, enneagrams and then all of a sudden you're in (laughs) Scientology.
0: and there's a few different personality profiling things out there isn't there
1: really because heaps yeah there's heaps Heaps. my rigs and all of that yeah and the disc profile like and i've done nearly all of them yeah but you just you know like our listeners there some of them have got very much their wherewithal, like they're they're fully got their wits about them and they're very open and like, you know, steady, cautious. Yep. Yeah. And rational and all the rest of it. But some people, you know, maybe you are just sensitive or maybe impressionable. Impressionable um, vulnerable. Vulnerable, vulnerable. Yeah. Yep. And maybe just desperate too, you know, like we yeah. it, it how ha- um they talk about like um, the bleeding thumb, like is is it just a paper cut or did you cut your thumb off? Like are you looking for something to fix a paper cut or are you so desperate because you cut your thumb off that you need a quick fix now? Mm. And sometimes when you do the quick fix, you'll listen to anything and you'll take what anyone gives you as long as it promises to make it feel better. Yeah. So just sometimes we lose sense and and touch of what, what we need or what we're doing.
0: Yeah. yeah, if this is you or if you know someone like it, help. Help, yeah. what can you do to help? <laughs> mm, yeah. Hmm. We're so still, anyway, half an hour yeah, into no, the yeah, episode. We're still <laughs> I'm going to label this episode heart chakra and people are going to be going like, when are they going to fucking start talking about this heart chakra? This is this all this shit at the front here. You Sorry, know what you everybody. could call it?
1: Hey? Half, ha- half-hearted
0: chakra. popping <laughs> on about
1: and <laughs> half-hearted. No, half-hearted chakra. Half-hearted. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> That's a bit clever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, come on. All right. right. I will shut up now.
0: <clears throat> no, that was good chat. It's <laughs> been a while since we've had a good chat. It's good. Love it. I love it. Hopefully there's still listeners there that have come, that have come for the heart chakra that we're about to get started at.
1: Maybe now, in the in the show notes you can just write skip forward to 53 <laughs> minutes into it? the episode. <laughs>
0: I could do. If I remember to do that, then I shall do that. Oh. If I can, if we can turn it around in a short enough time, we've rabbited on so long, my bloody Pinterest folder shut down. So I'll have to get back in there. <laughs> All right.
1: Well, we're up to the heart chakra this episode and it's the fourth chakra along. Yes. Um, So it is, we've gone root, we've gone sacral, we've gone solar, and now we're at the heart and mm. it is exactly what it's called, the heart chakra, because it sits in the space where the heart is, the physical heart. But it kind of encompasses the area, encompasses the area from below the breasts all the way up till your collarbone area. Mm-hmm. So it includes everything, all the organs that exist in that area, as well as the upper body. So arms, um, shoulders, shoulder blades, ribs, breast bones, um, um, all the thoracic or- cavity contents, yep. diaphragm, lungs. Yep and your um sternum all kind of like all that kind of stuff um but it's also um it's um also your um part of your immune system circulation blood pressure respiratory like lungs um so there are the invisible things and then there are the visible things um so that's physical and then emotionally what we're looking at are Acceptance, grief, um, being able to get your truth off your chest. So the truth would come from your solar plexus, yeah. and we need your we need your throat chakra, which we're going to do next week. We need your throat chakra to be able to speak it, but you need your heart chakra to feel like it can clear it off its chest, yeah. or you keep it on your chest. I love that all yeah. the self so when, worth stuff to yeah, work on and to finally self, speak it. Yeah, yeah, okay. And it's not just even self worth. Sometimes it's um, like it, the acceptance of um of life, you know. And you know, ultimately, that does come down to your self worth. But um, for unless you've done the work or are doing the work, it can seem a lot more surface than that. And so, at that first level, we're just looking at you know, I just I need to you know I need to. I need to tell, I need to get things off my chest. I need to, I need to clear the air. Mm, mm-hmm. Um, And it could, that could have something to do with self-worth or it could not, you know, it could be simply filling someone in with a, a truth or yep. whatever. Yep. Um, But if you can just think about like, if, if you've got things on your chest.
0: Mm, and we all have heard that saying, we all know that feeling very well. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, and it does come and go, and yeah. sometimes it can weigh really heavily. Mm. And some, and so if you're someone who experiences difficulty breathing, so asthmatics, this was me, persim- mm-hmm. <laughs> huge big time. Yep. yep. So what kind? Well, tell us what what did that feel like? What symptoms were oh. you experiencing? asthma you mean the physical
0: symptoms yeah. yeah we've talked about it at length I'm sure everyone oh, yeah. else can rattle them off but pneumonia yeah, okay. but I had childhood asthma I've always had mm-hmm. asthma and then I had pneumonia as a child but it came back like I think it was the three times around the same time you and I funnily enough met
1: <laughs> funnily enough
0: I had it a fourth time after surgery I ended up physically needing surgery it was just so there but uh what else like even laughing would if I had a good old belly laugh I was wheezy I was just allergic to everything and um as in like pollens like the hay fever sort of stuff
1: um
0: but also um even the palm reader said he saw so much grief like grief was massive like a what would you call it like an energetic sort of profile that I had that people would read um but a lot of it and like I could identify with it to some degree but not a great deal like I haven't had a life full of grief so I I think I was born into a lot of the stuff I think I've done a lot of um ancestral healing and that sort of stuff um which is great but it wasn't you know none of it's fun is it it's not mm-hmm. like all the
1: rainbows and this is where that whole, um, that hologram type situation where the physical, yes. mental and emotional body, you know, so like I'm able to be told whether it is this lifetime stuff or past lifetime, so or but. it is ancestral. Yeah. So when you did the palm reading and he was able to pick up on that grief profile, like, um, and that just really comes down to whether or not the reader is looking at things as a holistic approach or Ooh. whether they're just telling you what they see and I know that palm reader and I know that I know his level of capabilities Ooh. um and what he did was perfect for him but what you did after that was what he would have needed you to do, which is he's exhausted what he's able to do and you would have then had to have gone to seek other ways to, yeah. to heal it. Um, So he'll highlight it and bring it to the forefront, but he can't heal it or tell you how to heal it or really what to do. He just brings yeah. it to your attention. Yeah. Which is healing in itself. It does sure. a huge healing because it you're bringing this. it to your conscious yeah. mind, um, which is one of the greatest gifts that you can give yourself. So, um that's you know they they're invisible i guess um things yeah, that we, that we see inside the heart chakra so other things you know um heart attacks um strokes um aneurysms um even like um blood clots um any you know um circulation issues so um you know, like I've got, I've got great hand veins and great wrist veins, but I have terrible, I'd be a terrible junkie because no one can ever get my arm veins. Like if I have a cannula, if I have to have surgery, everything goes through my hand or my wrist. No one can ever get a vein here to take blood or anything. They just <laughs> That's so collapse. unusual.
0: Yeah. Normally like they're so juicy and you can just pop them even if
1: you can't get something in the wrist. But yeah. for you, of course, it's not. <laughs> nope. I just sit there like a pin cushion. Oh, that's so, not fun. No. So that's an indicator as well. That's like a heart chakra thing as well. But it's oh. just little things that you would never even yeah. think of. Hmm. Um, arthritis. Yeah. Um, any, like, you know, there's people, carpal tunnel, but there's people who have, like, always break their arm, yeah. always break their wrist, always break their fingers. Or you mess know, their like, hands up some way. Yep. So, like, my hands are shot, you know, like, I've got yeah. osteoarthritis in one knuckle already. I've broken both thumbs. I've broken my pinky. Didn't you um, deglove your hand when you put it through the conveyor belt at the pharmacy? No, oh, not quite, but yes, I've put my hand through a conveyor belt and I didn't deglove it, but I completely tore it here. Ugh, so, they've got like, nice. got like a, yeah. Um, I've got this. Um, like I had a car accident where I was hit from behind and tore all the tendons and the ligaments in my wrist. And what? so I've got this permanent like um deformity in my wrist and my oh. wrist can't go further back than that. Like I can't I hmm. can't do this with that wrist. It's a bit stiff, which no one else can see, but Lara can see it. Yeah, like it not won't a bit, like a, bit of a stiff it's all, wrist. Bit stiff. Yeah. It's okay. um it's all scar tissue, so it can't like it just yeah. can't go further back. Yeah, the is um, not there yeah Mm. and so there's just this repeated like who has that much trauma to their hands and then you know what i mean like chakra yeah heart chakra Ah, interesting um and so then we're also looking at breast cancer we're also looking at um you know mastitis we're looking Mm. at um issues also with the way that we perceive our cleavage, so whether we see ourselves as flat-chested or oh, well endowed, yeah. or like how happy we are with our breasts, as as men or women, I do you know, not like know for, this mm-hmm, for men like with pecs or you know like um, me wishing I had bigger boobs. Yeah, what does that mean? And
0: Wish I had a bigger heart. That's
1: heart. It's heart chakra. <laughs> no, it's just heart chakra stuff. It's just okay. where where focus goes, energy flows. Yeah, okay, yeah. Um. And so where there is a whole heap of energy sitting, you're, it kind of works the opposite way around. So where focus goes, energy flows, and where energy flows, focus, focus must go. Yeah. Because it draws your attention to it. Mm. So it, it's just this kind of cycle that just keeps going and going and going, which is why some people get sick because and get stuck in their sickness because mm. where focus goes, energy flows, and where energy goes, focus flows. Mm-hmm. And it, 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 before you know it, you're just in a cycle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there are so many things that exist inside of there. Um, but what we're looking at in terms of being able to heal a heart chakra, no matter how many physical ailments or symptoms or disease or whatever you've got going on in that heart chakra that's physical, um, like with all of the other chakras, even though it might feel that the the heart chakra is somewhat the most serious mm. because it's our heart, you know, and like everyone's afraid of heart, heart attacks, attacks. <laughs> and yep. everyone's afraid of lung cancer, yeah, and everyone's afraid of um breast cancer, yeah, so they're they're like the big ones, um, and if you look at historical um kind of data, and you'll probably be a a great person to speak to this, I guess, but um, you can see through generations how there's generational trauma that is like a wave. So you think about like our grandparents' age, heart attacks, breast mm-hmm. cancer, lung cancer,
0: and so you yeah, can that see emphysema from yes. all the smoking and
1: um, uh, yeah, asbestos. and asbestos, yeah, yeah. Um, and you can see that um, it's like a, th- there is like an ancestral wave that comes through yeah. of heart chakra trauma um, and past life that is coming through. There's two mm. waves, ancestral and past life, and that's all from the war. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and so you, you see like it's only over time that you can see these patterns, but it's got to go like 100 years, kind of thing. Like, you got to be able to see a full, like, four generations of a family go Cycle. through. So cool. Yeah. Yeah. And you can look back. And when you're looking at someone who has a lot of trauma, like, if I was looking at you as a client and you had a tremendous amount of trauma, like an above average level of trauma in your life, and my current life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would be finding out as much information as I could Mm. from Spirit but also from you that you could find out to put together the whole picture, to Mm. have an idea of what we're dealing with Um, and to help you, most importantly, to help you see it Mm. so that you don't have to feel responsible for it all or you don't have to feel like what did I do to deserve this or you don't have to feel like I'm doing everything wrong, it gives you a better understanding of like, okay, well, that's not mine. Mm. I've just inherited it. And so then I feel better about it in some level. Like I've still got a problem, but at least it's not a problem that I thought I caused. Yeah, I know a shit ton of people that seem to have like either
0: terrible luck or so many shitty things that have happened in their life. Mm
1: -hmm. It's not uncommon, is it? Mm Mm-mm. So, I mean, obviously it's an individual situation and Mm -hmm. case by case, but there is a lot of cookie cutter type um, or generic type um, things that we see. It's like an MO for certain. Kind of. Mm. Most people will fit into it. It's Mm. on the rare occasion that I have to sit down. It's on the rare occasion that I get to because Mm. it's on the rare occasion that someone's actually ready to do it. Yeah. Yeah that's the big um, deep work isn't it you know mm-hmm. yeah and it takes oh. a lot it's it's a it's a big commitment um yeah. and it does change your life in massive ways and you have to be prepared to let go of of all of the certainty most of the certainty that you have in your life relationships will change you know marriages might break down things happen you might have to leave your home you know like change your job you got to be yeah. completely ready to start fresh mm. And that's really rare to find people that will be willing to do that.
0: Most people will
1: find their devil or or do their deal with their devil and just say I'm sweet where I am and I can compromise with the things that I have to compromise for. This will do. Yeah. It's the standard that they've accepted for themselves. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's actually really interesting because I was looking at, in my Pinterest folder, the... um the one titled the seven chakra affirmations and so the one that's associated with the heart chakra is I'm at peace so Mm -hmm. what whatever your peace is you're at peace with it Mm
1: -hmm. yeah that makes total sense um and so obviously like someone like me I would I would always want someone to never accept a standard that is lower than what I can see they're capable of achieving. But it's not up to me to tell them that. And it's not up to me to make them do that yeah. or to have them want it. If they don't want it, like I, I can't want it more than you. And they can't see
0: it the way you can. That's Correct. the thing. Like mm-hmm. they have such a different perspective because yep. they've got the attachment to their life and their experience mm-hmm. and they can't see what you can see. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And sometimes even when they can see it, they're too afraid Ooh. to do anything about it and they're the ones that are that they're the ones that I, I have the most what well, I do judge it um and I judge it in a way of sadness yeah okay um and it's not just sadness it's not really sadness for them it's sadness for their it's sadness for um their spirit not being able to have its chance at living even close to a full expression. Yeah. And okay. I get sad about that because I see spirits all day, every day, and then I have to speak to that spirit when that person dies. And, yeah. you know, like it, I I, I can see I, I, they don't regret things on the other side no. because they accept it, but yeah. I still see what they've had to accept and what they're going to have to come back down and do again. Yeah. No. But there's no shortcuts. Like I can't just say, well, this is here. If you want it, go get it. Because it's not as easy as that. It's really, it's difficult to do it. Yeah.
0: And plus, even if you did say, this is this, go get it, the amount of people that still wouldn't anyway, it's still up to that person to do the work, whether or not Mm -hmm. you say that to them or not.
1: And this is one of the things that, um, that as, I've gotten older and my own my own human experience as Tracy in this lifetime, but also as I've gotten older in more experience in doing the work that I do, as each year goes by, I see it more and more. Um, and it's so funny because Bloodline, the show that we're just watching that I mentioned earlier, it's 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 like so blaringly obvious what I'm gonna say is in that. So when we do the work, like our generation is doing the work and our children are benefiting from yeah. us doing the work however it's really important that we share our stories with the most truth that we're aware of from as quick as it's possible to do it from as, as young quick as, what do you mean as quick for well, as quick as it's possible for us to share it and obviously for it to be responsibly shared in okay. that we're yeah. not going to go and I'm not going to go and tell my eight-year-old daughter that I was sexually abused. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, like, yeah. I'm, you know, it's got to be yeah. appropriate. Mm. But from as soon as you can share your truth, it's really mm. important that mm. your children or the people that love you in your life mm. or have something that, is, that are affected by you. Mm. That your relationship that that they know who you are and why you are who you are mm-hmm. all the along the whole entire journey mm. because when you don't know who your parent is, for example, or what they've been through and why they are the way they are, you spend your life trying to compensate. Mm or fix something that you do not even know what it is. You just know that it's not there or it is there. Yeah. I love that. Whereas if your parent was able to say, so in this show, The Bloodline, the dad dies. Sorry, spoiler alert. um, (laughs) The dad dies. (laughs) And basically um, he, when he died, a lot of secrets died with him. And so it's really about here um, oh, the, four, okay. the four there's um there's five kids. Um, it's about them kind of learning the tr- truth of their life that none of them knew. And wow. even within the siblings, some of the siblings know the truth, and some of them don't. And now that the dad's died, all these truths are coming out. And it's so interesting, yeah, but when you see that, like you see why someone is the way that they are, because of something that happened to them when they were a kid. Yeah. It's got you realise that you didn't disappoint them. You didn't You didn't do anything wrong. They're fighting their own demon because of what happened to them as a child. It's never
0: about you.
1: Correct. And so the quicker you can give the gift, mm. even though it's difficult sometimes, the quicker that you can give the gift of the truth as you know it, Mm. to the people that are going to be affected by that truth the better
0: because it frees so, them
1: correct mm. it frees them to do what they need to do for them yeah. rather than f- trying to figure out the the buffer that exists around them that's yours that yeah. they have inherited wow that's powerful stuff right there yeah so you know I think about um the way that I am with my kids you know Alaska knows more than probably what most would let their nine-year-old children know mm. um my boys um for the last two years have known anything that they've wanted to know I've answered the questions mm-hmm. um and I've also given them the truth Mm-hmm. of of what I know to be true, not making up my own truth, but what I know to be true at its final. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've given them every opportunity to ask as many questions as possible mm. and to hold it so it serves them and not so it hurts them so that they don't have to figure out how to deal with their own alcoholism or drug addictions because their mother was an alcoholic drug addict. Mm. But why was mom an alcoholic drug addict? You know, like I haven't given them... You haven't left everything open. Yeah. yeah. I've tied up though. I've answered yeah. the questions for them so they don't have to answer them for themselves. Yeah. Or figure out what, like what it is inside of them that was punished for it. Like it's, there's just no answers that, yeah. that are left, no questions that are left open. Mm. So it can be difficult, but even if you can't say it, write it, mm. even if in your human in lifetime, you don't ever get to share it, write it, and keep it somewhere that someone will find it when you die mm. so that they can read the stories and they can understand you. They can know who you are and therefore have a better idea of why they are the way they are too and who they are. Mm. I Give them the gift of, of as much information as possible, as much wisdom as possible so that they don't have to then waste their time trying to figure it out. And that's heart chakra stuff right there, you know, like this is where it's like do it, you know, all the other stuff, it's very much like you kind of got to do it to keep going. But when it gets to the heart chakra, this is on you. Mm. This is like you, you, it's bravery and it's courage, but this is on you. And if you're gonna if you're gonna leave it on your chest, it's gonna be heavy and it will kill you or mm. harm you. And take away the quality of your life. And that will be inherited by your mm. children. Yeah. Like it can't not. So, and it will get heavier and heavier and heavier. And so eventually the child will be born with a heart condition mm-hmm. or a lung condition or a deformity mm. or you know, childhood cancers or childhood heart issues, like they'll develop it a little bit later, but the earlier it will start to appear. Mm. So it kind of like inbreeds. Inbreeds. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Becomes congenital. (laughs) Well, it does. Yeah. You know, like all my congenital stuff, you know, I'm now seeing it in, in my eldest son. Mm. you know recently we just got another congenital diagnosis with him Mm. and it's all the root chakra and sacral chakra which is exactly my stuff Mm. you know where I had most of my troubles like with my three kidneys and you know all my issues that exist there my uterus bad lower back sway back you know he's been born with a um like an abnormality in his pelvis and he's got a fused lower spine and you know like all these different things they're they're not accidents mm-hmm. they're not because you know I was drinking too much or taking drugs and mm-hmm. you know partying too much like it's got nothing to do with that really but it also goes further back than you you know well that's what i it's mean not, yeah exactly. my, mine's congenital like my kidneys yes. my yeah. three kidneys is congenital yeah my my yeah. lower spine curvature is congenital mm. it's all it's all bloodline it is it's all bloodline so <laughs> the heart chakra is where it really becomes a very conscious human choice to deal to there's deal. that opportunity there mm-hmm. mm your heart chakra, even though your heart is where your spirit will speak to you, um, in terms of your spirit will speak its truth through your heart, this is where your ego also sits. Ooh. And so it's your battle. Do you want Do you want to let your ego battle out your spirit or your spirit battle out your ego and it's up to you? But your physical body will show you how happy or unhappy it is with your decision. Um and therefore the rest of your life will reflect that too. Mm. Mm. And you'll know. Mm. Yep. So grief is one of the big things. So um, that's why I cry whenever I get the opportunity to cry. Um, because I know that it's a release of that physical and that emotional density. Mm. Um, because I don't want it to get physical in my heart chakra. Um, you know, I'm ripe for that. You know, we've got blood pressure. My grand, Like everyone in my family has got high blood pressure. My grandmother died of a heart attack. Um, my grandfather's had five heart attacks. Five. Five after his vaccination <sighs> in records. Um, yeah, so, you know, like it's I, I'm totally ripe for it. I've got all of the predispositions to for something in my heart chakra to kick off if it wants to. Mm. um so and my auntie had pneumonia as well and um a collapsed lung and had to have major life saving surgery through that so it's all there Mm. um and I know that if I'm conscious of letting go continuously just letting myself let go and get Mm. things off my chest that that is the best thing that I can do for myself yeah for that heart chakra space This is all good stuff. I hope our listeners are just going, whoa, as much as I am. (laughs) (laughs) Well, even if you don't really know what it is to get off, it doesn't matter. It's like when we do our cleanse, ground and protect. Yeah. When you say wash away what's not mine and wash away what no longer serves me, we don't even know what that is. No. You don't always. You don't need to know what it is. No. And chances are you wouldn't even have any be even close to even understanding what it is sometimes
0: no blue clue sounds like
1: me every day (laughs) (laughs) because you didn't know it was even attached to you to let go of it like it's been and gone before you even knew it yeah and so it's the same with crying like most of the time when I cry I've got no fucking idea why I'm crying but I'm having the best cry of my life every time what about because you don't strike
0: me as the person too but I know I am I just cry and um like at times when I wish I wouldn't like (laughs) and it's just like but some people do like some people just can't help it but you just burst into tears and you really wish that you didn't do it right then and there but you've gone and done it
1: uh yeah no I I do not strike you as that person because I'm not that person um I'm so intentional about when I cry
0: yeah I'm not if I I cry it comes it comes
1: it's coming it's not now but I'm so glad that you got that sentence right because it could have been if I come I cry (laughs) happy tears is that what you mean like at the most inappropriate times when you wish you didn't
0: (laughs) I remember like I've cried in like meetings before like it just gets so um Emotional, like it's not always like the floodgate. A grief like, tear. It's just yep. like such an intense
1: feeling. It's an overwhelming. Oh, it, it overcomes yep. you, and yeah. you can't hold it back. It's like there a flood. Is no stopping it, and it's just like yeah. for fuck's sake. <laughs> Get it together, girl. It's just like, why is this happening? <laughs> um, I the closest thing that I have that I can sort of relate to that is um uh during a session. Um every now and then I will cry. Um and I am so mortified at the fact that I have. Um, even though their clients are so gracious, mm. um it's still not appropriate for me to cry. Yeah. But I am human. But anyway, they're they're yeah. the only times that I really wish that I didn't. Mm. Um, but I know it's not just Tracy that's crying. It's because I'm experiencing a collective sadness or grief or gratitude that is so overwhelming. It's not just mine. Yeah. It's collective. Um, But I I actually have it with laughing. Oh, yeah. Same. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm
0: not not good. I'm not a good person.
1: (laughs) Do you know when I also have it at funerals? Oh, so one of the funerals that I went to, one of the most recent funerals that I went to, it's like, and it's so insensitive, but I don't I, it's not intentional, but because I see death and everything so differently, I'm mm. just not as I'm not in the same place as everybody else at a funeral. Mm. I'm just not there. So, like, I'll never forget one of the last funerals when someone I knew walked in, and I it almost was like I was at a wedding. Mm. I yelled out the person's name. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So fucking inappropriate. It's like I totally forgot that I was at a funeral. You forgot
0: where you were. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you were going to say yes. you burst out laughing. I'm like, no, surely not.
1: No, I don't laugh. I just kind of, I, it's kind of, it's different, I guess. But it's like one of the other, it just made me think. It's like one of the other times where I'm just very inappropriate. The appropriate. And I and I wish I behavior. wasn't. Yeah. yeah. It's almost like I'm. On the spectrum of some sort and just completely oblivious to how someone should act. But (laughs) it's not that. It's just a completely different, I'm just in a different space. Yeah. Yeah. It's
0: different for you. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I have such a funny boundary around protecting myself from other people's grief because it's my job. Yeah. Like it's like um, like you as a nurse, you would have been taught and over time and experience learnt that this is not your emergency, so don't oh. get caught up in the other person's mm. emergency. Like you've yeah. got to be cool and Trying calm and collected. Yeah. Yes, right. Yep. It's not yours. Um, and so it's the same with me. It's like it's not my grief. And it's mm. not my misunderstanding and it's not my pain, it's not my suffering, it's not my trauma. Um, like a psychiatrist or a psychologist would. It's mm. the that level, and it's not just professionalism, it's boundaries and protection and safety and responsibility mm-hmm. um, from a spiritual perspective as well. So spiritual, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um if that makes sense. Yeah. So One of the best things that I recommend doing for yourself is letting yourself cry Mm. um, and not needing to know why and not judging it and just letting it happen. Um, Letting also creating space for other people to do that too Mm. um, is, is a beautiful gift to give others and not to ask them why they're crying. Just let them cry. And mm. if they want to tell you, they can, but just to hold space for them while they cry. You don't have to fix. There's no fixing yeah, no. required. Just, mm. just listening or just being there, mm. being present. Um, the other thing too is is to specifically ask the question: do you have something to get off your chest? Mm. Um and starting and use using that terminology with yourself as well. Mm. So that it gives you the visual. Or the kind of it separates you from just going, This is not me. It is just sitting on me. Like I am holding it. I am letting it sit on me. I am letting it hold me down. I'm letting it pin me down. I'm letting it constrict me. I'm letting it, you know, hold me to ransom. I don't need to if I just let it off my chest. Hmm. So, when you use certain language with yourself and I'm very careful about the language that I use obviously to try and get the result that I know spirit wants to get for this person and I will use language patterns like this to get them to do that Um, and it's like appealing peeling an onion so we we do the kind of well this is ancestral or this is past life so don't beat yourself up about it in this life. Mm. And you see people let go of their breath. They stop holding their breath and they'll be like, oh. <laughs> you know, so you gotta, you got to watch those visual cues as well. Like if you know someone's struggling or if, if you notice that you're holding your breath, mm. you've got something on your chest. So breath holders, control freaks, they've got things on their chest um, mm. and it's usually directly related to their root chakra, so the sense of security and safety. Um, so breath holders are also root chakra people. So do you remember how I don't know which episode we were talking about it where I'm like it's kind of skips, skips the solar and the sacral and it goes from the heart down to the root? Yeah. Remember that? Was that when I was talking about my mukite? Yeah, yeah. 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 So it's like that. So um some people will be more aware of their heart chakra stuff. Yeah. And they'll think it's heart chakra stuff. They'll think that it's emotional. It's all but heart, it's not really. But it's, it's yeah. Down. But it's actually instinctive. It's actually yeah. not. Um and so they'll never really reach a um like a an ending or a result or something that they feel at peace with. Mm. Just doing heart work. It's you've got to go back. Yeah, to your yeah. root. Mm. and but it might mean that the sacral and the solar will just slot in quite quickly mm. that um, makes sense. and then you'll be able to go straight up to your heart yeah it just depends like everyone is yeah. so different and it's, it's so, so complex different and so yeah. yeah yeah um but the crying is one of the best things that you can do if you can't speak and get things off your chest write it out it's a great prescription mm. is to be able to write things out to get it off your chest um and leave it for people um so, like, on Mother's Day this year, and I'm looking at them right now, on Mother's Day this year, I wrote each of my kids a letter. Mm. And they haven't got them. They don't know what they are. They don't even know that they're there, but they're there. Mm. Um, <laughs> um, But they might find them one day. And, you know, my grandmother mm. did this. So when she died, which she died of a heart attack and it was a complete shock at 67, Um. She, um, in her top drawer of her dresser, um, she had just a little notebook with lots of little letter notes in there that she'd written that were like little instructions of things that she, things that she wanted us to know, things that Mm. she wanted us to do, things that she wanted us to be and understand and all these things that she was never able to say as a person, Mm. but these are things that she that she meant and wanted to say but couldn't say them. And so wow. divine time says that you will receive them when you're ready to receive them. Um, but she was special like that. Um, so never think that writing it out is foolish or doesn't make a difference because it will make the impact and do the healing and have the change that it is meant to have exactly when it is supposed to. Mm-hmm. A um, couple of the other things that you can do is um, like cough. Mm. So like, you know, when they say cough it up. Mm-hmm. So coughing it up might be cough up the phlegm ball or cough up mm. the ball or whatever, Beautiful. but also cough it up is cough up the truth. Cough it up.
0: Come on, yes. cough
1: it up. Yeah. off yeah, forget what you're going to say. So getting it off my chest, coughing it up, they're the types of language that we can use to help mm-hmm. people get comfortable with being able to speak their truth, I guess. Yeah. Mm. Um, now, when it comes to um, like the kinds of foods and things that you can do, the nutritional nutritional aspects, we're looking at anything that is green, leafy green, um, really kind of like um, very plant-based, if you will. Yeah, yeah makes sense. Um, so like Being the spinach green. and the parsley and the celery and all those kinds of things, but also um, um, like healthy fats. Really? Okay. So, you know, when they say like healthy fats are good for the heart, good for heart yeah. health, the amigas and whatnot. Yep. 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 So healthy fats are great for the heart chakra. Mm-hmm. Um, They will support. So if you are toxic in your heart chakra in terms of lots of grief, lots of stuff on your chest, mm-hmm. um, healthy fats will help to alleviate and minimise the amount of physical density that's going to exist and it mm. will might maintain it in the emotional and the mental and support that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. You know, you've also got things like um herbs, like mint, um, mm-hmm. coriander, mm. um, like spring onions, like just so just think of like um all of those greens. And when you think about it, there is so many. Like yeah. it is an abundance. Yeah. Um, but we've also got the um, and this is where um plant medicine comes in too, because there's a lot of like um like wildflowers or things that we consider like weeds. So there's like dandelions Mm -hmm. and all those kinds of things that, that, and Shan would be great from turns out she's a witch to talk about this, like what kinds of plant medicine. Um, But um, even just like um, cloves and um, clovers and um, all those kinds of things, but not only just consuming them, but creating with them. You know, Mm. like just go outside and pick dandelions. Mm -hmm. Go outside and make daisy chains. Yeah. Go outside and make daisy chains. Mm. Go outside and count and look for four-leaf clovers. Mm. You know, just go outside and be with them. So nutrition doesn't always necessarily mean consume, eat, drink. Mm -hmm. It can sometimes just mean consume the energy of.
0: Well it's really interesting that you've brought that up because this is this episode is coming out a day after turns out she's a witch um and we interviewed Bianca about yeah. plant medicine and um you know essences of plants and looking at you know looking at their them as a the source of energy and and all of yeah. that sort of thing and yeah. what we have to offer them and how we can attune to them and that sort mm-hmm. of thing so yeah. If you haven't listened to that, go over there. And if your interests are
1: peaked, it'll be all along those lines. It was a really good chat. Yeah, beautiful. Because it's similar to, like, if you're doing your root chakra um, work, you know, it's great to be able to get out and garden, you know, like just work with the soil, work there with the go. earth, ground, yeah. like mm. ground your energy in. Mm-hmm. And so heart chakra stuff is very similar. Mm. They're they're kind of, um, they're like a brother and a sister the heart mm. and the root that's cute mm. they, they have... need each other yeah and that
0: makes sense too doesn't it
1: yeah if the root chakra is functioning healthily and open and supported and safe and all of that then the heart chakra feels so much safer it's like the big brother the root chakra is like the big brother of the little mm. sister of the heart chakra and then the heart is open. Yeah. Safe to be. Yeah. She's looked after. She yeah. doesn't feel afraid to be seen. Yeah. Or to yeah. let go. That's beautiful. Makes so much oh, sense. And that's the last thing, you know, like I um with the holding the breath thing which I should have said it back then but I forgot. Um like doing breath work. So yeah, like Yeah, of course. Really just taking in that deep breath. And then holding it at the top, and then letting out longer for what you breathed in for. So breathe in for eight, hold for four, and breathe out for sixteen longer. And really yep. just, or you breathe in like re breathe in quickly, and then just let the, this big like <sighs> out, like really like force out that breath, expel. Um, yeah. So breath work, yeah, breath work is great for heart chakra work as well. Yeah. Um, and singing, mm. you know, like putting on songs that are going to have the lyrics or the emotion that can elicit waking up that heart chakra. Um, And then you've got things like the esophageo tones, Mm. um, the frequencies that really vibrate with all the different chakras too. Yep.
0: Yep. They're all there. Yeah. What about swimming? When I was little, I was Um, always made swim. It was good for my asthma, for the
1: breath work that went along with it. Swimming's great for all chakras.
0: Mm. Nice.
1: Yeah. All chakras, I, but yeah, it's just it's a therapy. It's just like saying walking is good for breath, like for fitness, but walking's also the best thing. Like if you go to my chiropractor, Tracy, you need to walk. And it's not for my breath, it's for my spine. It's for my back. It's for my amusement. neck. It's, yeah. Yeah. So economics. Yeah. It helps all parts of you. Yeah. Yeah, that's true.
0: Yeah, yeah. Swimming would. It was the particularly the the breath control Aerobe. around it. Yeah. 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 The holding the breath and the breathing out and all of that.
1: Yeah. But if you think about swimming, swimming, you're held in the water. So the roots yeah. are- is feeling supported because it's being mm. held mm. um your sacral chakra is also um feeling great because it's trusting that the water will hold your weight because you become weightless or buoyant Yeah, um, the salt sol- sol- swimmer <laughs> well yeah but even if you're not you know like you, you see old people or not old people but you see people that do um water aerobics and um yep aqua aerobics. um you know, they're they're wading in the water. Then their feet are always touching the ground. They're mm-hmm. not going below where they're where they where they can't touch the ground. Ruin their pants. Um yeah. Um, or get their hearing aid wet. Yeah. <laughs> um, or have to get their contacts wet. Um, but yeah, so swimming is one of those things that does wonders for you in all aspects. Because all the things. All the things. Um because water also helps with your spiritual connection, like your third eye connection and your crown chakra. So hmm. you're getting cleansed, um, like there. Swimming or being in the ocean, water in general is just one of the best things that you could ever do for yourself. Anyone. Mm.
0: Mm. Yeah, I hear about these people that go for ocean swims each morning all year mm, round. Fuck that. I just think good for you. I wish I was that person, and I know and I know not, I would never be that person. I dig it. Yeah, and I wish I was. Like I wish I was, but I, I would never be
1: that person <laughs> ever. None. ever. Nope. <laughs> but I do. I love people that are. I think I could, rock stars. I could be a walk in the like walk in the water every day. Walk through the water or walk into like just my feet yeah (laughs) like fully clothed walk through the water yeah no just walk through it like yeah like like roll my pants yeah not even not even ankle deep (laughs) toes deep dip one toe
0: (laughs) hang on let me get through my three columns of blocked balanced and overactive and get your take on it it. we can't get through the episode without me doing Mm -hmm. it even though you've covered everything, I just yeah. wanted to do it. Yeah. So blocked um, characteristics of a heart chakra would be lack of empathy, bitter, hateful, trust issues and intolerant. Mm-hmm. And balanced, oh, I'll go over to overactive and then d- back to balanced. Um, so overactive would be jealous, codependent, self-sacrificing, giving too much. And balanced is peaceful, loving, compassionate, tolerant,
1: warm, and open. Agree, disagree, so thoughts? 100%. And I'm glad you said it because a lot of that I didn't bring up. Um, but just out of curiosity, when you look at all of those things, what else yeah. does that say to you? Which I just alluded, well, I said it, but I didn't, I said it sort of indirectly. When, when I, I was talking this, about the big brother and little sister. Uh, I don't know. I They're don't know all feminine. Ah, oh. So when oh, it's, okay. when it's closed. Or mm. when it's
0: when it's overactive. Overactive, jealous, codependent, self-sacrificing, giving too
1: much. Mm-hmm. That's the feminine, feminine stuff. It's yep. toxic feminine. Overactive. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Yep. When it's when it's balanced and healthy. Mm.
0: Peaceful, loving, compassionate, tolerant, warm, open.
1: Yeah. That's a that's a feminine energy sitting in its yep. perfect feminine state. Yeah. Mm. Makes sense. So the heart is the feminine space. Right.
0: Yep. And the, the blocked. Lack of empathy, bitter, hateful, trust issues, and intolerant.
1: Wounded feminine. Mm. that's cool Mm -hmm. so a lot of heart chakra people will experience um either a lot of toxic masculinity coming at them Mm -hmm. um, or have like people in their lives that have those characteristics yep um so maybe abusive fathers or abusive male figures in their life mm-hmm. um but also women who are quite controlling mm-hmm. and sit in their alpha mm-hmm. presence um and then um when when it is the other way around what you'll have is a Usually when you're balanced or equal in your heart chakra, you'll be able to, um, I guess, I, I want to be really careful about what I'm saying. Um, feminism. So feminists. Mm-hmm. Um, they tend to have a lot of heart chakra shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and... When you're balanced, you can tend to you tend to be very observant of the feminists, of the toxic masculinity. Um, whether or not they're male or female makes no yeah. difference. But unfortunately in society, we're so gender stereotypical that usually feminists are women, we and like usually to to toxic masculinity in men. Yeah. That's not the case. You you will see toxic masculinity in women and mm-hmm. you will see feminine you'll see toxic or wounded feminine in men too.
0: Yeah, of course. Yeah.
1: It's just not standard. But when you're balanced in your heart chakra, an indicator of being balanced is that you're able to witness and observe the feminism and you're able to witness and observe the toxic masculinity and not get pulled into each one. Mm -hmm. You just observe it. Yeah. So you don't get caught in the arguments or you don't get caught in the battles or the fights or the pettiness or The proving the point or the justification or the defense or none of that. It's just, it is what it is. So, for our listeners, yeah, you go. For our listeners, if you're, if you tend to be a little bit feminine, like identifying as a feminist and it seems to be getting louder, Mm. you've got some heart chakra shit going on.
0: Yeah, and they well, yeah, it might be obvious to them too, like depending on their experience and what they've been through. Likely with could, toxic masculinity. Definitely their story and their their thing to be doing, their voice to speak, because that's mm-hmm. their
1: path. Yep. Mm. So it's a whole it's a whole other topic. And maybe we should do an episode on that, but I'd be treading very carefully. Yeah, I know. Well, <laughs> yeah. I just, I feel like with just this whole last five minutes or so, I feel like it's like, shit, I am digging myself a hole and I've got to get out of it because we're going to go so deep.
0: (laughs) Oh, look, I hear you. I know what you mean, but I think our podcast is definitely there to have conversations without the intention of um, ruffling feathers just for the sake Mm. of it. It's just to point out what is yeah and not go not sway one way or the other just Mm -hmm. just being truthful yeah yeah that's where we aim to sit to be able to talk about things to be able to question things
1: yeah it's just that when we get to feminists and toxic masculinity um both sides of that are very opinionated yeah um and very easily set off yeah um and I don't yeah I don't think either of I don't think our listeners typically sit on either extreme Mm. um but it's just such a loud like especially feminism it's such a loud thing in today's Mm. society um and some people with heart chakra stuff but some people in general um will find safety inside of feminism and 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 even just some moderate feminism um and I don't I don't I don't feel like it's responsible if I put out some of that kind of stuff because um it is individual but it's also it has the ability to really damage Mm. Um, and if I'm not there to be able to or if people don't have the resources to be able to be supported when those kind of constructs or the the beliefs that they're holding on to fall apart, I feel that that's a bit irresponsible of me to do that. Mm. Um, and I honestly do feel like I'm trying to be very careful with what I'm saying right now, and <laughs> I am, and I know it's going to sound like that. Um, and I'm sorry to everyone that's listening, but I do I do take a lot of responsibility, and I do take it really serious, and I do understand our responsibility. Mm. Um, And you can't just go and freedom of speech, absolutely, but you can't just go and say shit. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't, I never want to generalise either. So, you know, I'm always talking about I'm not going to generalise, but I Mm -hmm. kind of am a little bit, but I don't want to generalise everybody in the one bucket. Um, And with feminism and toxic masculinity, there's lots of little buckets inside one big bucket. And it's really hard to speak to all of them. There's
0: patriarchy and there's years and years of, stuff so yeah it it can never be fully explored in a hour and a half long podcast
1: (laughs) yeah and also this is turns out she's psychic you know like it's not what
0: we're here for either but it would be a miss not to at least acknowledge it because it's huge
1: yeah and it is a symptom of spiritual work that needs to be done yep yep everything is everything in our life yeah
0: Yeah, generational like you were saying before, there's so many generational woundings and hurt and that's you can see that coming around within what you were just talking about as well.
1: Yeah. It's so the same. I think if we were going to do a talk on it and maybe our listeners can let us know if they want to and maybe it's a Patreon thing so mm. it's not public but um you know, I'd be more than happy to talk about it from a spiritual perspective but I would try and stay in my lane. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's always sage advice anyway, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Staying in one's lane. Yeah, and I'm trying. I'm just (laughs) sitting here like biting my tongue. Stay in your lane, Trace. Stay in your lane. So good. So
0: I've got five (laughs) healing heart chakra affirmations. Go for it. I'd be keen to hear Mm -hmm. your opinion. I love myself unconditionally. I have the strength to follow my heart i am fulfilling i'm fulfilling my heart's desire i am open to giving and receiving love and i'm grateful for all my blessings
1: your face is classic right now <laughs> what do you think my face is saying <laughs> fluff <laughs> What my faith is saying is not fluff, more so um, n- not healing at all. Mm-hmm. And this is why I don't use affirmations like that ever in my life. Mm. Um, that's just wishful thinking wishful thinking i like how you've said
0: that what about this one i release all fear that's great that was on another
1: slide Mm -hmm. that is a very helpful heart affirmation did
0: i say i am peaceful in that last one
1: no but you said it in the first when you you know before earlier one
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: um, what would I say? I would say, yep, i I um, I would say it's okay to let go. Mm. It's okay to let go. It's okay to let go. Um I would say, um, when I speak from my heart, um good things happen mm-hmm. Um I would say, um, when I release, I make way for for what's good or you know what for what's meant for me. yeah, yeah. um I like that. um whole I would say, um I would say, um. So when I do what I call a chakra stretch, so a lot of people would have heard that before. Mm. Yeah. Um the it roof, goes in a process. Yeah. Roof, so we fruit, yeah, we yeah. So we'll start off with right here right now I am safe. Right here right now I am home, right here right now I belong. And then we move up to the sacral and we say right here right now um I trust myself, right here right now um, I, I trust myself with my truth right here, right now. Um, I am a creative force who is safe to experience joy. And then we move up to the solar plexus right here, right now, I am safe to um express myself to myself. Right here, right now, I am safe to be seen. Right here, right now, I am me. Um, and then we'll move up to the heart, and it's right here, right now, I am love. Right here, right now, I can um, breathe in and breathe out. Right here, right now, and so, but it. I wouldn't say right here, right now, I am love on its own. It mm-hmm. has to. It has to be a part of a, a process. Exercise. Yeah. So when you read out those affirmations before, they're kind of like affirmations that are not going to work. Mm. they're gonna they're gonna look like they're working you're gonna sound like they're working and you're gonna think they're working but they're not doing what you think that they're doing Mm. it's kind of like surface superficial magic I guess that was why your eyes said fluff (laughs) yeah 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 um because affirmations can be fluffy they can be pretty they can be fluffy but um Hard affirmations usually are mm, sometimes fluffy. I
0: think um, you have to
1: get deeper though. You do. And I think
0: an affirmation can be deeper. It's what it's what you do with it.
1: Yeah. And my in my belief, you know, like those affirmations that you said would be things that not even I would feel comfortable saying yet. Mm. I'm not at that level yet. Yeah. Where I can say those and they're gonna do what I think they're doing. And truly embody it Correct. and mean it. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I am too far. I'm not as mm. like I'm probably closer than anyone else that's listening, mm. but I am still too far to think that those affirmations are gonna be something that I can embody.
0: Mm.
1: And even so, feeling
0: as though you you should in bunny ears, like you're tricking yourself. That
1: would be hard. Yeah. Yeah, you're tricking Mm. yourself. You're fooling yourself, and it's not helpful to do that. Mm. It's wasting everybody's time, and it's very marketable. It's marketable. Sorry for saying that. That's a good one, Um, but it is a good one. And so, I would rather be very realistic with affirmations, Mm -hmm. and uh, that would be my my always my advice. Would be choose your affirmations not from a generic Mm -hmm. space, choose what is the next thing along for you. To serve you. Yes. Yes. And I guarantee the next thing along for you is read out number three of those affirmations again. Do you still have them with you? Oh, I can find it. I can find it very easily,
0: no doubt. Yes, here we go. Number three,
1: I am fulfilling my heart's desire. So... I would bet most of our listeners would have no fucking idea what their heart's desire is truly. Mm. So why would you say I'm fulfilling my heart's desire if you don't even know what your heart's desire is? Mm. How do you even know what your heart's
0: saying?
1: (laughs) I'm working on my heart's desire. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: That might be a good
1: one. Yeah. Well, I'm working on knowing my heart. I'm working Mm. on um, letting my heart guide me. Hmm. I love that I'm working on the relationship with my heart yes not I'm fulfilling my heart's desires Mm -hmm. no you are fucking not (laughs) you're nowhere near that
0: (laughs) most people yeah dipping your toe in the water and thinking you can swim for the
1: Olympics perhaps or dipping your toe in the water and thinking that you went for a swim and telling everyone that you went for a swim I love and that, and that you've got the benefit of the swim. But didn't, you didn't you
0: tell in the water and telling people you do an ocean swim every single morning,
1: <laughs> rain, hail, or shine, summer, winter, autumn, or spring? <laughs> that would be me. <laughs> oh dear! But then also believing that, like, tricking yourself into believing that you got the benefits from it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where affirmations fuck people up. And unfortunately they're very, they've become such a mainstream gimmicky marketable selling tool Mm. that mainstream society eats right up.
0: I think that's what makes um,
1: on the surface spirituality look fluffy when really it's not. That's also what makes it feel good Mm. when really spirituality, true spirituality is not about feeling good mm. to spirituality is about feeling the truth mm-hmm. and the truth's going to feel whatever the truth feels like mm-hmm. so when you enter into spirituality and you want to do it properly do not be thinking that you're seeking to feel good every day of your life because you will not you will be very disappointed yeah it's not what it is but you've learned to see things a different way yeah and mm. you learn to love the whole of it experience yeah knowing that you can't really truly have one without the other. Yeah. That's the truth. Ain't it the truth. <sighs> Gospel. Amen, sister. <laughs> Great. <laughs> We've got crystals.
0: We've got crystals to get through and then we'll let oh, everybody yeah. go. <laughs> yep.
1: What's your favourite heart chakra crystals? My favourite heart chakra crystal Uh, obviously there's rose quartz Mm -hmm. a lot of people don't understand though that rose quartz actually vibrates very low frequency Mm. so it's subtle energy so when they prescribe rose quartz for love spells and stuff like that you gotta have like that shit in semi-trailers pulling up to your to your house <laughs> for it to actually be frequency like doing what the frequency says it is so don't just rely on carrying around a rose quartz in your bra every day mm. thinking that you're going to attract the love of your life because you're not yeah. that little rose quartz in your in your energy is 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 like a sneeze like yeah. it is going to do fuck all apart from change your mind mm. but you have to do all the heavy lifting so um rose quartz is great i actually really like jade yes and emerald so Mm. emerald would be my top um bloodstone is really good for the heart it's also good for the root chakra but bloodstone's good for the heart Mm. um it's really great for circulation um yeah I think emerald is probably my top Mm. what What about unikite because that's got pink and green in it unikite sacral is that yeah? So, Unikite is fantastic for reproduction, fertility, mm-hmm. um, all that kind of stuff. Mm. But, yeah, Unikite is sacral.
0: And what about
1: Aventurine? Aventurine is great for the heart chakra, too. Um, it's really great for, um, um, like feeling supported from ancestors
0: cute Mm -hmm. like that Mm -hmm. I do like adventuring the other one here on my list is
1: malachite Mm. Mm. you know how I feel about malachite Mm. I do is it relevant for
0: heart stuff
1: yeah um so malachite um and and See, where, depending on where you get your information from, most people will just say green crystals are great for the heart or pink crystals are great for the heart, mm. and then they'll just lump every green crystal in and every pink crystal in, and it's just not the case. It's So Ooh. that is such like kindergarten Again. way of understanding yeah. crystals. Yeah. Um, Malachite is one that you do need to use it with, with a very great respect for that crystal. It's like and a transformational a very,
0: crystal, isn't it? And it's sort of...
1: It will go one way or the other. Energy. It, it magnifies yeah. whatever it is that you're vibrating at. Mm-hmm. So if you're vibrating at grief, mm. don't go anywhere fucking near malachite.
0: Mm.
1: Um, it will make you never leave the house and just live in grief. It'll make no you griefier. L- <laughs> griefier. Um, <laughs>
0: We're gonna have to wind this up. My head is mush. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So, malachite is one that like use with use with strict prescription and precaution. Yeah. Beware. Use the be- beware. beware. Yep. yep. Don't just go and buy a piece and put it in your bra. Mm. Mm. That's it. Yep. That's it. Crystal's Ruby. done. Ruby. Ruby's a good. One. Oh, Ruby's beautiful. Ruby. 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 Soho. I love Ruby. Mm. Yeah rubies are great for the heart
0: chakra um that was my nanny pig's favorite oh really yeah she always wanted like a ruby ring hold on I'm just got to open the dog I've got to open the the door for the dog (laughs)
1: open the the dog for the door (laughs) listen to us with our dogs I know Laura got a new you got a new puppy do the listeners know about your new puppy no, I haven't
0: talked no. about it. That was that was bamboo though. She was my little yeah. companion hiding from the new puppy. <laughs> she wants <laughs> out now. She can probably hear some doors opening out for a wee break. But I got a new puppy. He's black. He's a groodle. So that's a golden retriever cross poodle. And his name is. Theo, Theodore Blakey Turner. <laughs> and he is the sweetest. Oh, he's, cute. he's so cute. Sweetest.
1: With he's the so most soft. giant paws
0: ever. Yeah. Yeah, he's got bear pl- paws. I wanted to call him bear, like teddy yeah. bear. That's what I call him anyway. So probably Yeah, it'll just become his I, name. Yeah, I just do what <laughs> I want.
1: But it's lately like,
0: we've been calling him Chewy as well because oh. he's chewing everything and he's so chewy. Oh.
1: Aww. <laughs> he's such a little Chewy. Oh, I love that. And he's beautiful. So you have to put some posts up, some photos. I
0: will. It's actually really hard to take
1: photos of him because he's so black. Like you can't even see see his eyes. Like it's
0: like are they open?
1: Even not in a photo. Like even when you just look at him, it's hard to see his eyes. It's like you get down low and you're like, oh, no, your eyes are there. They've been there all (laughs) along.
0: (laughs) He's the cutest. And he is. He's such a sweet little boy. So, yeah, he's he's cute. cute. He is he's all ours so it's been a week with him and um <laughs> the sleepless nights <laughs> i don't know what i was baby. thinking oh yeah. my goodness the first morning after we got him i was like what am i done? ready yeah are ready to hand him back
1: yeah why did i pay for this
0: <laughs> yeah i think i have done that with every pet i've ever bought though <laughs> I've yeah, always had it's a what big adjustment big adjustment much bigger than what you ever give it time or credit for to begin with yeah
1: just changes everything
0: the whole dynamics you know everything shifts
1: Mm -hmm. and and it can't be ever go back it can't be undid (laughs) (laughs) it's done (laughs) it just gets griefier yeah
0: yeah 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 but yeah so he's gorgeous and Yeah, we are going through that adjustment time, but in all the best and worst ways. So that's it. Can't have one without the other. It's just more love too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is nice. But anyway, yeah, that's me in a nutshell. And We're doing Patreon very
1: soon. Yes, 28th. Yep, that's a Thursday as well. That's a Thursday, yep. So I'll put that stuff up in the Patreon. If you're not a Patreon yet, go become a Patreon. We will thank you. We will love you. We will have fun with you. And turns out you might get an ish uh, secret little episode on feminism, but (laughs) (laughs) today. (laughs) Um, but lots more to come on Patreon. We've just we've all had a bit going on. Shan's had the time of like yeah, she's just had the craziest um, year or so with building her house, weather and health and all that kind of stuff. So what we what we want to do for Patreon is. Is so much more than what we already do, but it's got so many more beautiful things to happen with it. Also, don't forget you've got um, the Sync membership always available. It's basically just turns out she's psychic on steroids, essentially. got all the stuff in there. We've got a few listeners that have become members actually, which I'm so appreciative of. And it's such a beautiful little community. There's a private Facebook group, which is on fire. Everyone loves it. Everyone talks. We've got Moon Sync every fortnight. We all get together for five mornings and five nights. And you can pick your morning, pick your night, or do both. And people are getting so much out of it. Um, But um, also just for our listeners as well, from the 1st to the 5th of August, I'm doing a free spirit guide. Um, experience so um, it's just emails delivered to your inbox you don't have to show up at a certain time you get all the information videos everything delivered to your inbox so go and sign up to that over on the sync spiritincorporating.com.au um, because it, it'll be like so much fun because you'll get to know what spirit guides are how to connect with them how to connect to yours Ooh, nice. and it's just something fun and it's free so why not go and do it Um, And then also there are still some spots left for the um, Newcastle ghost tour of Maitland Bay Jail um, and the two nights stay with me where we get dinner two nights and we get to sleep in a haunted hotel for two nights and I get to do a channeling show. Um, So it's going to be an amazing weekend. And I also negotiated a discounted rate from the original price. So the price has changed and it's now I think like $160 cheaper. Wow. So that's a huge change, which I was so appreciative of. And the booking for that is through your website? Yes. So if you go to tracydemic.com.au um, yeah. and then go to mediumship in the top tab, you'll you'll see it all in there. In mediumship.
0: Um, okay. I yeah. think I've linked to that. Um in the show notes, there's two links for you. So one's for your own website, sync. the other's for sync.
1: Yeah. So go and check those out. And if anyone's got any questions, just, just let me know. But it's all for you guys and it's all fun and it's all just more of what you guys love. So mm. it's there. Nice. Until in case you're not sick of my voice already.
0: <laughs> No one, no one is. No. This, is a, this has been a long sit, so I wonder how many stops oh, no. this has been for everybody. We, sorry,
1: everyone. We
0: love you. Sorry, not sorry. It all obviously yeah.
1: had to be said, so. It did. <laughs> we just Always. trust in that. Yeah,
0: <laughs> trust in that. That's what we're here for.
1: <laughs> Meanwhile, Laura's looking at me like, Tracy, shut the fuck up. Shut up. <laughs> Don't start a new conversation. Don't start a new sentence. Don't even look at a different tangent. Okay, help me out. We're going to say goodbye. Good night.
0: Bye. Bye. We love bringing Turns Out She's Psychic to you each week at no cost. So if you like what you hear, please consider supporting the show by donating to our Patreon. We are a small operation researching, coordinating, and producing the show ourselves. Any amount is sincerely appreciated and helps offset the costs of making the show.
1: As a thank you, we'll send you out some Tospy tattoos. We'll give you a Patreon shout out on the podcast. There's a monthly live Q&A, competitions and giveaways, as well as special book and movie review bonus episodes. For more details,
0: please click the link in the show notes. Of course, if you want to get in touch, send us an email at TOSpsychic at gmail.com. We welcome your ghost stories and any questions that
1: you have for myself or Tracy. And we'd love it if you left a review and shared the podcast with your friends and family and give us a follow on Insta at turnsout underscore she's psychic. Bye-bye. Bye.